And it all comes down to this. Two on, two out. Bottom of the ninth, the Farmers lead by one. Full count. Here comes the play at the plate, and it's the Agview pitch. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Agview Pitch. And today we have Paul Niefer with us and we're gonna talk tax law and some proposals that we're hearing from the Biden administration. How's it going, Paul? Doing great. Uh, I, I, I think most everybody knows by now, but I recovered from COVID. I actually had a, uh, a two week period where I had about 101 to 104 fever. So, uh, but I'm back to normal and uh, and it feels good to have that behind me. I imagine. So, you know, it's actually a real thing then, right? Now that you've lived it. it, it for me, it was real. It was, uh, it was uh -huh. definitely real. Uh, and you could, you could ask my wife the same thing. She would definitely chime in that it was real. Mm -hmm. And then she didn't get it? No, no. She had four different tests and was negative all four times. Wow. That's, that's awesome. That's good that she didn't get it. So... Well, we're glad that yeah, you're you're yeah. you're back to health here again because we need you and your expertise on the, this tax stuff. And we're starting to hear. And I know I had sent you a column that I had, had seen about the Biden tax proposals and looking at you know capital gains tax increases and estate tax discussions yeah. and stepped up basis not being allowed and all kinds of crazy things. So I want to start out just by having you kind of go through some of the assumptions or some of the things that you think that is really out there and what maybe some of the proposals that in reality might be looking like? Well, I, I think for sure we're going to see a reduction in the a lifetime exemption amount. Now, right now it's almost 12 million. It's not quite there. It is scheduled no matter what under current law to drop back to back 6 million starting after 2025. Um, I, I think the Biden administration, I, I don't think it's that big of a priority for them to necessarily drop that any quicker. Uh, but what I think is out there that is certainly on the table is either eliminating the step up in basis at death or a capital gains tax when you pass away. Now, if you have a capital gains tax when you pass away, you are going to have a step up in basis because it's going to get stepped up to that amount that uh, that you pay tax on. Um, but you know, I, I think e either one of those is definitely in the flux right now. Both Biden and we know Senator Wyden, and it's important to know Senator Wyden. He's the uh, lead person for the Senate Finance Committee. He's from the state of Oregon, and he is definitely a proponent of taxing increases in net worth during your lifetime, not at death, but during your lifetime. So with him being in control of the Senate Finance Committee, which is probably the most powerful part related to taxes, it's more powerful even than the president at times, and certainly more powerful, in my opinion, than the House Ways and Means Committee, um, likely we are going to see some major changes in capital gains. now. You know, Biden has proposed that if your taxable income is over a million dollars and you have capital gains, you know, above that million dollar level, that you'll be taxed at the regular ordinary income tax rate. I don't know if that's going to happen or if it does, it might be a higher amount. 
that's not going to affect too many of our farmers out there because uh, certainly they're typically not selling land during their lifetime. And, and a lot of the other assets are ordinary income assets anyway. So I, I think the key thing to understand is there could be a capital gains tax, but likely what I hear and what I read is it's really going to be on, on assets that can easily be liquidated cash, well, not cash, but stocks, bonds, those type of assets, farmland and other farm assets. Likely, if there is some type of capital gains, it, quote, will be assessed at death, but it wouldn't be paid until the person disposes of the asset. So I, I, I think, you know, the, the, the horror stories out there right now in the magazines and so on is that this is going to, you know, force families to get out of business, family farms to get out of business. Likely that's not the reality because this tax really isn't going to be assessed until you actually sell the asset. While you're selling the asset, you're going out of business, you're electing to go out of business, but it would increase the cost of that family wanting to get out of the farm business. I think if you're going to stay in farming, I, I don't think this is going to affect you too much. Um, this but is, the one area where, uh, go ahead, Chris. Well, this is leading me to two questions. The first one's a little more minor, and then I'll get to the other one, stepped-up basis. But te- the 1031 exchange, is that yep. still going to be in play then, you think, as far as you know, moving I, stuff around? I think um, you know, Biden is, is sort of hinted, and, and I know the, I, I, the real estate um, – lobbyists is a pretty strong lobby. Um, I, I think we'll still be able to do 1031 exchanges on, on farmland assets. Um, you know, they may curtail it above a certain amount of gain. We know Obama, I think it proposed a $1 million limit on your gain that you could defer. I could see something like that happening, but I, I think you'll still be able to do 1031 exchanges on farm real estate. On the stepped-up basis, I mean, as I look at that and think about a lot of our clients, I mean, if you can't step up that value, that could put some people in sort of an economic hurt. I mean, talk to me a little bit about that. Talk to us a little bit about the about how that's going to work or how that might work. Well, let's let's look at if you have a corporation right now. So, and and we know lots of. Lots of your clients, lots of the readers and the listeners out there have uh, farm assets in a corporation. Right. Right now, you only get a step up in basis in the corporation. And if you never sell the corporation, you don't have a step up in basis. Right. Now, if you're an individual and happens to own, let's say, a million dollars of grain or two or two million dollars worth of farm equipment. Yes, your heirs get to step it up. They then can sell the grain tax free. They can redepreciate the equipment over a seven-year period. Yes, that helps the heirs, but I, I don't see where it necessarily puts the heirs out of business. It is just a little bit more tax that at some point they are going to have to pay, but they likely have the ability to time when that tax is going to be owed. I mean, farmers have been kicking the tax can down the road for multiple decades now 
And that next generation under current rules, and I don't think those rules are going to change, still has the ability to kick that tax can down the road. So what about on the land, I guess? I mean, if if they if the basis on the land is three thousand or four thousand dollars an acre and the land is worth ten thousand dollars an acre when somebody dies, how I mean, how's that work? Well, under current law they get to step it up. Now right. land we can't depreciate. So if you're never gonna sell it or if you sell it using a ten thirty one, really doesn't matter. I mean the only time a land has value with the step up is if, if the heirs are going to sell it uh, or, you know, they're going to not do a 1031. Um, you know, the proposal is that, you know, that the heirs, if and when they sell it, are going to be stuck with the lower bases. Right. And then they're going to owe tax on that six or $7,000 gain. But again, they're getting out of farming likely. Um, they're paying a tax that the, the farmer would have paid during their lifetime. What Congress is upset about, and or parts of Congress, and what Biden is upset about, are all these people waiting till they pass away because they know they get a step up in basis and they eliminate the capital gains tax. So uh, I, I, I think people need to understand that there's enough pent up, I won't say anger, but there's enough pent up angst in Congress right now about all these people escaping tax completely and with the fact that we have full democratic control now in both the House, the Senate, and the presidency, likely capital gains tax of some type is going to be owed either at death or when the assets get sold, either via the fact that there is no step up in basis or there's a deferred capital gain tax. So I, I think that's coming now. I think there will be some exemptions. I think maybe the first million first 5 million of assets, uh, they'll probably still allow the step up or no capital gains tax. But after that, I, I, I think uh, you're definitely looking at some tax. Now the moral of the story is don't sell the land, right? Uh, correct. <laughs> correct. Correct. If, just, if you don't want to pay the capital gains taxes, don't just, sell the just land. Keep farming. Yep. 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 Okay. Yep. So what? And, and go, ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was well, I think you're probably maybe going to ask what, what people should be looking at. I exactly. mean, uh, likely any of these changes are going to happen in 2022. They're not going to be effective retroactive to January 1 of 2021. So we have about another 11 months this year to really be meeting with our advisors, whether it's me or somebody else, you know, meeting with your advisors and trying to decide, okay, you know, in the past, we wanted to hold assets so we could get a step up. You know, if that's disappearing, or especially if there's a capital gains tax at death, you know, maybe we should be transferring those assets now, um, especially if you're in that each person in the farm couple is in that 10 to $15 million range. They really should be thinking about doing some type of transfer. Now, they still need to make sure they maintain enough assets to live on. Uh, but the excess is this is probably the time to consider gifting it or getting it transferred to the next generation or even the next generation after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And is there any certain corporate structure or any um, way to put things together that makes sense over another 
way that you're aware of? Or that- Yeah, so especially with land, we like seeing the land in some type of a multi-member LLC that gets us a 30, 35, 40, 25 to 40% discount. You know, the, uh, the farm operation, if it's in a corporation or if it's in an LLC, that also gets us a discount. Uh, now, in, in the past, if we didn't owe estate tax, we really didn't want a discount because we got that big step up. Now, if the estate tax level is going down and there's a potential of no step up or a capital gains tax, then yes, having that big of a discount as we can and taking advantage of it this year, uh, probably in a lot of cases makes a lot of sense. Gotcha. And that's one of the things, you know, we talk to a lot of producers and you help us with this a lot as far as just thinking about, you know, what's the best way to put your business together, be thinking 10 years out, 20 years out, the next generation, what's things look like and the gifting and, and just putting your, your business structure together in a way that's most advantageous, but then also leaving some flexibility in the plan too, as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and we also need to remember that, you know, when we're dealing with farm structure, there's really about four key things we need to worry about. You know, we have the income tax situation that we're worried about. We have the self-employment tax. We have the estate or gift tax, which is really what we're talking about now. And then what we forget a lot of times, and that certainly has come up here with CFAP, is we have the FSA planning. I mean, we can structure, uh, you know, we can come up with a great business structure and then, oops, you know, instead of qualifying for five or 500000 or a million dollars, of CFAP or whatever it might be, we're stuck with 250. So, so that it's holistic. It all comes together. So that's, that's what you need to understand is, is structuring something that might be great for saving $5,000 a year in self-employment tax is going to cost you a hundred or $200,000 of farm payments. So you have to understand how that all melds together. Yeah. And I'd add a couple of things to that too. Um, you know, looking at the, rolling stock, the, the trucks and as a separate entity and the machinery as a separate entity, thinking of liability and clean accounting, because it's a lot easier for you yep, yep. to get a clean set of books that doesn't have a whole bunch of things miscoded and everything when it's tax time, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it's nice having it in a separate entity because you're really treating it as really a separate business and you're not commingling all that stuff. And you really get a true, like I say, a more true picture of what is our equipment costing us? What are our semi trucks costing us? Right. And you definitely do need to have those semi trucks separate from everything else. Right. So back to where we started, um, you know, just kind of looking at these proposals, it sounds like it's, you know, the, the sky is not falling. However, we need to probably pull up our bootstraps and start looking at, at, the way our business is structured, look at the gifting, look at the level of value that we have, anything else that we need to hit on that I didn't ask on? No, I, I think you covered it. Uh, I, I think right now it's, it's sort of what I call pie in the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a lot of chatter out there. Um, you know, as we get later and likely anything that's going to pass in regards to this would be at the end of the year, any major tax bill, typically gets passed at the end of the year. Now, by saying that, there's there's already talk that Schumer and so on wants to bring back a full deductibility for state income taxes. That could get pushed through 
on the 1.9 trillion stimulus package or whatever the size it ends up being. So, so certain things could get pushed through here earlier, but I think any major tax bills, especially with the pandemic still going on, uh, will be later this year. Sounds like we need to stay tuned then, right? Yep. That's, that's the (laughs) best way of saying it. Yep. So sounds good. Well, Paul, this was a great conversation, and and we will do that. We will stay in touch with you as things develop and let us know if we need to be aware of anything, and appreciate your time. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will catch you next time on the AgView Pitch.